0: Finding a service solution that helps you keep customers happy can feel impossible, just like trying to remember the name of that guy you literally just met at a networking event. HubSpot's all-new service hub can help, with the service solution part at least. It brings service and success together on one powerful platform, with an AI-powered help desk and chatbot to handle your frontline tickets, so you can scale support and drive retention and revenue. Visit HubSpot.com service to learn more.
1: Howdy, folks. It is Monday, October 3rd. Cannot believe we're already in October. I'm Jacob Cohen here with Rob Litters, and this is The Hustle Daily Show. Today, we're going to be talking about Elon Musk's humanoid robot that he had walked down the runway on Friday. Is it legit? How much does it cost? Why do we need it in the first place? Rob's going to tell us all about that, Then I'm going to break down the state of meta. Its stock is down over 20% from where it was at this point five years ago. What's the bear case? Where are the bright spots? We will discuss. But before we get into all that, let's take a quick look at what else is going on in the world of business and tech. Let's get crack-lick. right. First, thanks for some China-related news. Tech giant Tencent is no longer China's most valuable company, falling behind liquor behemoth Mao with a market cap of around $330 billion. Also, live shopping on TikTok could launch soon. In the U.S. last year, on its Chinese sister app, Duyin, 10 billion products sold on live streams. I had a boss once at a startup that I was interning at who said, if you want to know what the future holds for your phone and digital commerce, just look East. Moving along, the Wall Street Journal had an interesting story about Walgreens, which is reportedly building out a line of automated robotic prescription filling centers. They have eight operating now serving about 1,800 stores and have plans for nearly two dozen by 2025. Walgreens says the centers could cut costs by up to a billion dollars and free up pharmacists to focus more on patient services. And in other news, Bruce Willis did not sell his digital likeness to a deep fake firm. His team said following reports of a digital twin deal with a company called Deep Cake. Also, Smile, Paramount's new horror flick, made $22 million domestically in its opening weekend. The first $20 million or more domestic opening since Bullet Train came out in August. And lastly... Shen the T-Rex, a skeleton from Montana measuring 43 feet long, is expected to sell for up to $25 million in the first ever T-Rex auction in Asia. How about that? All right. And with that, Rob, what's the deal with Tesla's robot? I was watching their AI Day event on Friday. Elon Musk has this robot come out on stage. What what am I looking at?
0: Yeah, so... You know, as well as I do, JC, that consumer robots are nothing new. It's basically been like, it it kind of feels like it's one of those things that's been in the tech lexicon and like on the horizon since the Mm Jetsons. And it kind of feels like people have wanted that reality for a while, but we've never really gotten anywhere near it. Yeah, I mean, for instance, Amazon released this uh, household robot Astro last year, but it's still only invite only right now. So like nobody actually knows what it does. And iRobot is probably the most successful consumer robot company with their Roomba vacuum that you can just kind of, I think everybody knows what a Roomba is, but you just kind of let it rip and and the thing (laughs) will go around and clean up your floors. Anyway, Tesla is really pushing forward on this humanoid robot idea. And Elon Musk, to your point, he, he announced this at their AI Day event. And basically, he said that it could end up costing as little as $20,000 for you to own your own humanoid robot. Mm. And they named this robot Optimus. Ultimately, I think the big plan for them is rolling it out in their factories first. And Musk, Mm. I saw this interview uh, between Elon Musk and Chris Anderson, the head of TED, TED Talks. Oh, yeah. And he was talking about like the impact that these robots could have. And he talks about how they could have an order of magnitude of like 2x the productivity of humans. So basically, like these Mm. robots will be twice as productive as humans, which Makes sense. The guy has a lot of factories with Tesla and needs a lot of work being done. I mean, I don't know if Tesla's ever actually hit a production deadline. So these robots could definitely help them on that front. (laughs) Anyway, so Musk is going to try to release these, I believe, in Tesla's factories first and then roll them out to consumers down the road. And says that they'll end up being able to do some pretty cool stuff like cooking and gardening and Uh, maybe (laughs) empty in the dishwasher who knows I'll believe it when I see it but exactly (laughs) you know I
1: think I think the interesting point he made about these robots kind of differentiating them from other more advanced robots that are out there the Tesla robot is designed from the ground up to be produced in the millions right to be a mass produced robot so I think that's the main difference here that's the interesting thing to take away when will we see it be mass produced that is the question exactly
0: all right. Well, JC, you were telling me, we were talking a little bit about Meta before this. Their their stock is way down. They're obviously working on a lot of different things now, and it's a very different company than it was, I think, five to 10 years ago. Tell me what's on your mind with Meta.
1: Yeah. So I just think Meta is this company whose platforms are used by almost half the world on a maybe a monthly basis, very, very frequently. Crazy. Uh, A lot of people use their products. It's just an important company for people to understand and discuss, understand where it sits strategically. And right now, in my view, I think it's just in a pickle. On one end, you have its past and present. On the other end, you have its future. Uh, And a lot of people paint a bleak picture for this company when they're looking at these things. But I think you know, I was talking about pickles. I think the juice of the pickle jar is not so clear. <laughs> and in fact, I think there are some bright spots within this business. So I want to break this down some stuff to think about, some food for thought. Love it. Yeah. So on one end of this pill, you've got Meta's business today. And Meta's business today, like you said, the stock's down over 20% from where it was five years ago. You have growth and revenue slowing down quarter by quarter. Gen Z would say this company has lost its cool factor. No one's using Facebook. Obviously, billions of people use Facebook, but the youngins are not using it very much. You have higher level of competition, right, than ever. You have TikTok taking FaceTime away from mainly Instagram. And then because of all this, you have ad dollars moving out as a result of that and as a result of Apple, as we've discussed many times, their ad tracking privacy restrictions has had a major impact on Meta's business. And people see this. Talent also sees this. And this can lead to some trouble recruiting, too, which compounds when the talent see that their compensation might not be as lucrative as it would have been if they started working at Facebook in 2012. Right. Totally. So that's the business today. (laughs) A lot, a lot to unpack there. Yeah, a lot to unpack. And on the other end, you have the company's future plans right? Zook is trying to drive his company to the metaverse, economy of of digital goods services experiences, costs a lot of money to develop that, billions of dollars each year. And you're really not even sure where you're going towards and what you're building exactly. So that's hard. You also have increased competition in the future, right? Apple's going to release a headset at some point. They'll be in that space. And I think a big problem facing Meta is going to be the ability to fund all this development of that future that they're betting on, for a decade or so, when you have all this competition and with money from platforms that are seeing slowing growth, right? So, what, what what would the optimistic lens on Meta be right now? Like, what what are some of the
0: bright spots that you see?
1: Yeah, so I think it's a good thing to highlight because I do think this company is in a tough spot, but I do think there are some bright spots. One, and this may be a hot take. <laughs> Let's hear it. One, I think is Mark Zuckerberg. Okay. He's the only leader in big tech, really, who founded the company and is still there. Right. And he's a really smart technologist. Betting against him is, I don't know if that's a wise thing. The second thing is Meta's ability to move fast. Now, this is a little bit backwards because I do believe they have a real ability to move fast. I just don't believe they use it in the right way. They historically Mm. are really good at copying ideas other companies very quickly you know the most significant lately is instagram reels copying totally. TikTok. they basically built a tiktok clone and before that they built a snapchat clone and before right? that they built a snapchat <laughs> clone. And, and they do this in a matter of months that's really it's unbelievable um i just you know think it'd be wise if they uh <laughs> use that ability to work quickly on more original Ideas. The third thing is, it's important to keep in mind. Something like TikTok was not a thing as recently as like two years ago. If you look back two years ago, a lot of people had who use TikTok today every day for hours had never been on it before. Totally. For all we know, two years from now, Meta can come up with something cool themselves. You just don't know. And fourth, I do think one thing Meta does do well is having a global approach. So. For example, I think one of the most underrated platforms owned by Meta is WhatsApp. It's not really used that widely in America, but in India, for instance, more Indians use WhatsApp than there are Americans that exist. That is (laughs) crazy. Right. That is a legitimately crazy stat. It's a great stat. And this company operates completely differently depending on where you are geographically. right, And I think that's really important to keep in mind. And, and WhatsApp is a real business for this company in India. They are building all kinds of commerce features into it. Many small businesses run on WhatsApp there. So it's just important to keep that kind of stuff in mind. A lot of people in America don't consider that when they look at this company. right. All right, bada bing, bada boom, bada-bing, bada-boom. That's going to do it for us today, folks. Thanks for tuning in to The Hustle Daily Show. We're a proud part of the HubSpot Podcast Network. Our editor today is Ezra Trupiano. Our executive producer is Darren Clark. We've got a lot more tech and business coverage in our newsletter. If you're not subscribed, go get yourself subscribed at hustle.co. Have a marvelous Monday, and we'll see you tomorrow.